is ticked. There you are. You're running for your life. You're a shooting star. For those years, no one knows. Just how hard you work. But now it shows that one shining moment. What is up, Homer Maniacs, and welcome to our senior special. Uh, since a lot of the seniors didn't get senior nights and, and whatnot, we wanted to do a show just dedicated just to the seniors. We've got a really good show today. A lot of special guests we'll have. I'm not going to introduce them all, but we'll go through and and, and some they have surprise some surprise guests yes, checking right. in. How about that? We'll have some surprises as the show some goes old on. Old friends checking in. We're coming to you from the 2420 studios today, old school style. We're uh, videotaping this for uh, live sportscaster YouTube, and maybe Time Warner Cable will air it. Uh, on the public access channel. That's so, why I'm rocking the Hornet Pride shirt today. That's right. That's right. Represent. Uh, welcome to the display, the di- the dungeon of the displaced diehards. We're bringing it back. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm Stephen A. Turner, joined in the studio by Mr. Brandon Ward. Gorilla style. And we're doing this thing by the seat of our pants. We really Ward came up with this idea uh, a couple days ago, and we've kind of been working on some things here and there. So we're going to try to throw something together for you here, and see if we can't make it work. Uh, we'll jump right into it. We're gonna we're gonna go backwards today. We're gonna start right off the bat with some awards. How about that with some of our seniors? Let's go ahead and start with the boys. Uh, we'll do Player of the Year first. Our Player of the Year for all the seniors. Who you got, Ward? Eric Hallman, Player of the Year. Uh, there's uh, there's nothing you can really argue there. I mean, a yeah. Mr. Kentucky basketball candidate. You can't start a Mr. Basketball campaign for for a guy and uh, not, not have him be your player, player of the year. year. That's right. And uh, Eric Hallman, I remember. A lot about, you know, our first thing I remember about Eric Holman was uh, on the baseball field. I thought, God, he looks like uh, he's as big as Randy Johnson out there on the mound, uh, threw real hard. And then I just seeing him grow as a, as a basketball player has been something something else. I know uh, as a sophomore he had good size, uh, real timid, not real aggressive. Junior year, a lot of people talking D1. I didn't really believe it this year. 100%, no question, D1. He's going to have a great college career, and I can't wait to watch him play at Louisville or wherever he's going to end up. And the biggest thing I've noticed from him this year is he's improved his leadership skills more 100%. than anything. What I've seen from him on the court is whenever the Red Devils get down, he collects the group and kind of writes them all, gets them all settled down. We've seen him in the Bowling Green game that we were at. Uh, once things started getting a little shaky, Holman made sure that everybody was in their place and not thinking about what had just went wrong and trying to get things going right. Absolutely, yeah. Hats off to Eric Holman, and like I say, he's gonna have a he's gonna have a year at prep school. Then he's gonna have a great college career ahead of him. We can't wait uh, to watch it play out. But we'll go ahead and get to the next award on tap. We did a player of the year. We're gonna do an MVP. It stands for most valuable player. Who you got? Most valuable player is gonna be the block doctor, Mr. Ed Carter from Owensboro Catholic. If you look what this guy's done, the numbers that he's put up, especially when Cam O'Brien was out earlier in the season, it's hard to deny. We've said it uh, on the program against Owensboro and against Apollo. We thought he was the best player on the court. And you look up most valuable. It's a guy that if he went down, the team would be really in bad shape. And you look at all the other MVP candidates, they kind of have somebody that could fall back on. Marsh Griff has a Stuart Curry. Hallman has a Miller Morrow. Tons of talent there. Things like that. But if Ed Carter goes down, that would be a rough season for the Aces. So Ed Carter's your MVP. Yeah, his shoulders have been been tired this year from from carrying the Aces through the season. Very tough season, but uh, as we're recording the show, district right around the corner. So, you know, Ed Carter's time to shine. The thing I remember most about Ed Carter was – uh, district tournament back a couple years ago, 0-6 in district. 
Uh, no one really heard of, of Ed Carter that much. He goes into district and regional and becomes, to me, in that, that season, uh, the most valuable player of the tournament as a sophomore. I mean, he's blocking shots left and right. That's where he got his name, the block doctor. I mean, everybody got to see it on the biggest stage. It was his coming out party. And he, he shook off some injuries last year. He's back this year. Uh, had a great career, three three awesome years that I can remember at Owensboro Catholic. And speaking of him being back, that's what my memory of him is. We went to the summer league game where uh, Neil Hayden was making his debut there. We seen Ed Carter out in the court. We was like, this looks like a different ball player. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, and he's lived up to it. He's been a lot of fun to watch and uh, had a great career. Owensboro Catholic not quite over yet as far as as far as we're concerned. But uh, we'll move it on now. And we'll do an all defensive team. You you want to throw some names out there on this? Uh, some guys just get after it, bring their lunch pail and hard hats, just play great defense. Defense wins championships. At center, you got to go with the guys averaging almost 10 blocks a game. Eric Hallman, power forward, the block doctor, Ed Carter, once again, you can't go wrong there. Caleb Coombs, 100% energy. Absolutely. Caleb, I, I got plenty of stories about Caleb. We'll, we'll, we'll continue on, and we'll, I'll, I'll bring him up later on. But you put him on the team. Uh, watching Caleb guard, constantly guard guys that are bigger than him, I don't want to say stronger than him because I don't know who possibly would be stronger than him, but his matchups with Justin Miller and whatnot on the inside, I mean, it seems like he's constantly overmatched inside, but he's never underworked. I'll say that. That's good. That's my favorite grudge match of the region or district is Coombs versus Miller. It's I mean, that's a heavyweight Heavyweight match, yeah, no question. Moving on now to the guards, it would be Davis County. Hagen and Gilmer, I mean, we talked about them all year. They locked down guards. Look at the numbers that some of the guards have put up that have faced D.C., and that would be the reason why they are starting backcourt for the all-defensive team. I think that's a pretty solid defensive squad. Uh, five guys that just flat-out go to work on defense and give you 110% every time they step on the floor. I think that embodies an all-defensive team. We'll move it on now uh, to six-man. How about who you got for the six-man of the year? Six-man kind of embodies what you just said about going out there and giving it all. It's going to be Sean Pendleton, six-man from the Owensboro Red Devils. We said that the the key thing for the Red Devils, they weren't going to lose any starters, really. The thing coming back was Jalen Kelly, who was going to be his replacement, and Pendleton is filled in great. Absolutely, yeah. You think about Pendleton, to me, the first thing that comes to my mind is the Apollo game. Uh, Apollo had him dead to rights, up 12, I think, late in the third. Pendleton sinks a huge three-pointer that completely changes the momentum going into the fourth quarter, uh, propelled Owensboro to a nice little run and a comeback victory over Apollo. And uh, that's what I think of when I think of Sean Pendleton. He's he's provided a great uh, great support from beyond the three-point line this year. And the sky's the limit. You know, Obviously, Red Devil's got some games left. We'll see how he finishes it up. Moving on now to the most improved, and you'll hear in this upcoming interview a little bit why this guy won, Caleb Bivens from Hancock County taking home the award. Yeah, we brought back uh, a friend of the program and talked a little bit about the Hancock County seniors, and he got a lot of nice things to say. Former Hancock County Hornet coach Josh Roberts. Let's hear from him right now. It was fun coaching Caleb and getting to watch him mature into the go-to player that he's become this year. He's come a long way. We considered him our project from his freshman year uh, to this season. And Tim, uh, Coach Tim Bland has been one of the uh, main contributors to developing um, Caleb into the player that he's become. He was our project from the beginning. Among other coaches, Darren has really taken a, a good job with him this year. And uh, Coach Poppy and Coach West have really developed him. I wish he had had another season. He hasn't reached his potential both mentally and physically as a player 
He's got a lot of upside. He is a genuine good kid on and off the floor. I have a few memories of Caleb I'd like to share. Our first game versus Meade County last year, district game at home, and I chose to start Caleb. He was a little nervous, but I remember him snagging a huge rebound, just jumping over everybody. Got up big time. Then all of a sudden, he passed the ball like a bullet up in the bleachers to someone way, way up. All I could do was just laugh because I'd just seen his potential and his upside. And on the other side, I just knew that he was still far away from the development that he, that he had. Another memory I have, Caleb, is uh, how he never, we never could get him as a team to come to the B-dubs with us. He's a real homebody, um, but that's what makes him Caleb. Great kid, love him to death. Michael Donovan, on the other hand, uh, is another special young man. He's an absolute pleasure to coach Michael and see him grow as a player. He became the leaper <clears throat> on our team and dunker. Very skilled at driving to the basket. Wonderful teammate. A great kid on and off the court. Never, ever did I hear Michael complain about anything. Just a go-getter. He will be successful in life because of that good attitude and being a hard worker. A few memories I have about Michael. I recall Michael when he first came to Hancock. He messaged Jake Powers on Facebook. And Jake came to open gym and didn't know who he was. Didn't know anything about him. Jake came to me and said, some kid had just messaged me on Facebook wanting to hang out. I'm not even sure who he is. So, I don't know why Michael messaged JP out of all the kids or whomever to message, but from that moment on, he was close to that 2014 class of um, Count and Jake Ogle and Bozar, Houghton, and JP. And that created a special bond on our team. Another memory I have of Mike is making a big three from the corner in JV last year to win the game for us. It was a big shot, game winner. Those are the kind of memories that are made. I wish both of these players the best. They are always going to be my kids in my mind. I know they will be successful in college. And I want to give a shout-out to the team this year and Coach Lionel. Let's repeat as district champs again this year with these two seniors stepping up. Thanks again for your time. Coach Roberts. I want to say thank you to Coach Roberts for sending an awesome message with those two stories there. It's exactly what we wanted to accomplish with this senior show, and he knocked it out of the park. Absolutely. I mean, I love to get comments from from everybody on there. So, like I say, we kind of came up with this idea uh, just this past weekend and trying to get as many guests on as we can to talk about these kids, and I think it's awesome that Coach Roberts gives his time uh, from from home. I mean, you know, we, we saw him uh, make a heck of a run last year, and Coach Lineham stepped right in and done a great job over at Hancock County. So, uh, we'll move it on now. We're going to do uh, all senior team boys. Uh, we got uh, five players and a six man on the first team, and then five players and a six man on the second team. We'll go ahead and get right to the uh, first team. Who you got? First team, your center is going to be Eric Hallman, followed by power forward Justin Miller, Ed Carter, the block doctor, checking in at small forward, Marsh Griff from D.C. is going to be your shooting guard, and none other than Slim Shady, Mr. Hunter Knopfsinger as your point guard, and our sixth man is going to be Nick Smith. Yeah, before we get into some other comments, uh, we'll, let's comment on some of the players we haven't talked about. Uh, how about Marsh Griff, a guy that really just came out of nowhere at the end of last season. I think, uh, you know, the, he was he was steady throughout the entire year last year, but then right at tournament time, the guy just flipped a switch, 
ever since that time, he's been one of the best players in the region. Uh, forget districts and whatnot. He's one of the best players in all of the third region. I mean, just so um, well-rounded. I mean, the guy can, can dunk. He gets the hole at will. He can also burn you from about five feet beyond the arc. And shoot. Uh, as a Apollo guy, hasn't been uh, uh, hasn't been real fun to watch uh, Marshall Griffith go to work because he's uh, and since he's really turned it on, he, he knocked Apollo out of district last year and then seventeen uh, point win in the last outing versus Apollo. So uh, he he's just been uh, the the consummate uh, for Davis County. He's been been really fun to watch. And the thing I remember most about Marsh is the games against Owensboro. Just the willpower this kid has. There's no other. There's no other player that I've seen that is relentless at going at Eric Holman. Somebody that's the best shot blocker in the state. This kid will go at him every time he has an opportunity. He wants to dunk on him. We still may get a chance to see it. I hope we don't, being an Apollo guy, but he still may get a chance to dunk it on Eric Holman at some point during a basketball game. But we'll move it on to a, a guy we got to go out and interview earlier a couple weeks back uh, down at the Sports Center, Nick Smith, a guy that's not going to get uh, a whole lot of publicity as far as you know, the newspapers and whatnot go. But this cat right here, I'm telling you, his size and skill. If he played for a, a, a Owensboro City team, uh, to me, he would be highly recruited, in my opinion, and 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 everybody would know his name. So we're trying to get his name out there as much as possible. This kid is, is very talented, and he's going to bring his Cloverport Aces in the district looking for a W. And speaking of Mr. Smith and the Cloverport Aces, we only got to see him one time this year, so we got our uh, guy Blake Holly to uh, send us in a message to let us know some of the info about the Cloverport seniors. Let's go ahead and check that out right now. Hello to all the Homers listeners out there. My name is Blake Holly, and I've been asked to say a quick piece about the seniors on Cloverport's ball team this year. As a quick background, I am two years older than this team, so I've played and practiced with them quite a bit over the years, and I'd like to go through each of them individually really quick. By now, all third region fans are familiar with the talent of Nick Smith, so you really don't need me to comment on his game for you. Nick is a legitimate Division I talent with incredible length that can score on anyone from anywhere on the floor. But Nick has also been one of my best friends in the Cloverport area for a long time, and he's an outstanding student in person off the court, which can often get overlooked when we're talking about basketball talent. There are six other seniors on this roster you may not be as familiar with, but have also been just as integral parts of this team's success. Jared Nesmith is a guy that when he gets in the game, he doesn't let it go to waste. Everyone in the stands and on the bench can't wait to see Jared score, and a lot of that has to do with how likable he is off the court and how hard he works in practice. Aaron Gamble's effort when he is on the court is unmatched by almost any of his opponents. He plays very solid on-ball defense, scraps for the 50-50 balls, and his decision-making on offense has improved a lot over the years. Logan Fuquay didn't come to Cloverport until his sophomore year. When he dropped 29 points on Edmondson County last week, that probably surprised some people that someone other than Nick could score like that on this team. But Logan's combination of grittiness and his shooting stroke have the potential to score on teams like that. Phil Brown is one of the funniest guys you'll meet off the court. But when he's playing, he's a strong competitor. He shoots a great percentage, runs the floor well, and rebounds it as well as any other big man in the 11th district. Chris McCoy has become a pretty solid offensive threat over the years. He started as a power forward in middle school, so he had a pretty good touch around the rim, but in high school he became quicker and was able to play on the perimeter while still having some of those big man skills he learned and practiced in middle school. The last senior on the roster, who also happens to be my first cousin, is Brandon Atwood. Brandon's a guy that's very deceptive on offense. I've seen games where he's hit three three-pointers and three trips down the floor in a defender's face, and then he'll come down the next trip and shoot a hook shot over the top of you. He got some love on this podcast earlier this year, and it was very much deserved. This group of seniors has been a lot of fun to watch grow up. 
As a guy that also grew up in Cloverport, I can tell you that it is one of the most supportive, tight-knit communities that you will find anywhere in western Kentucky. We have all shared in this team's successes over the years and have enjoyed watching them mature as not only ballplayers but as young men. It has absolutely been a team effort by this group over the years, and they've given us all that call Cloverport our hometown an immense amount of pride. Good luck against Brett County and the district, fellas. You'll, I'll be rooting for you from the mountains in eastern Tennessee. Well, Mr. Holly there knocking it out of the park as well. Yeah, I we might have to get him on the show more often. I think we found a Cloverport <laughs> correspondent. I think he speaks more clearly than I do, so he'd be a great host for the show. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's awesome words from Cloverport. You know, as a school, as far as long as I've been covering – or covering as long as I've been watching high school basketball, really hasn't gotten the love or whatnot. Uh, since we started doing the show, we've noticed how tight knit that community is, and uh, really behind their team, and they're heading into district with uh, with a lot of fan support. So good luck to the Cloverport Aces going into district. Those seniors got that big win against Hancock County. They've been Huge. waiting for for five years. I can give them props for even wearing my Hornet Pride shirt. That's right. That's right. Well, I don't want to leave a guy out. I'm leaving a guy off this list here. Uh, Justin Miller. We got to talk a little bit about him. Uh, you know, we constant we get, professional in a high school kid. Just he's uh, a professional. You know, I say it all the time. Before I started doing the Homer show, I was an Apollo fan, and I, that was it. I mean, if you weren't an Apollo guy, I was against you. And since I've started doing this show, the one one thing I could say that's turned it around is the kids. And uh, you know, I used to never root for OHS. <laughs> I, I didn't. I, I would root against them anytime I got a chance. And and, you know, it's pretty much – I point to this guy as the reason why. Just it's, it's the class that he, that he handles himself with and uh, just, you know, he's just the consummate team player, uh, leader. Ever since I saw him as a sophomore, I've had a, a lot of respect for him. Speaking of that class, whenever uh, Coach Sargent stepped down at Apollo, he sent him great messages saying that uh, how much he enjoyed him coaching and that God had greater plans for him and things like that. Just things like that, man, I, I just remember about Miller and also – how much he disliked snow days because he didn't want to miss any <laughs> senior games. Whenever we yeah. just, whenever we just heard that uh, the schools were on an hour delay, I was like, the guy that's most hype about that right now is Justin Miller. Yeah, it's easy for me to cheer. Like if, if Apollo doesn't end up going, like last year even when that, when OHS made their run to state and how serious he took it and took it upon himself to be a leader of the team and whatnot. It's just stuff like that makes it easy for me to cheer for him and, and the kids for OHS and. Uh, I'll miss him when he's gone. Uh, I, I won't miss him dominating my basketball team, but I, but I will miss him when he's gone. Uh, won't miss his 20 and 15 versus no, Apollo. No, not game. at all. Ever since he's a sophomore, I mean, I just remember Apollo playing him a couple years ago in di or yeah, a couple years ago in district, thinking, man, we can't beat OHS. Miller is just dominant inside, even as a sophomore, uh, just an absolute beast and. Uh, he brings uh, third region or yeah third region basketball as a whole just up a notch because that's that's the type of player that Justin Miller is and we'll, we'll miss watching him play for sure. Every now and then there's a kid that passes through the region that you'll you'll always remember his game and Justin Miller is definitely definitely one of those kids. But we're moving on to uh, the last member of the the first uh, first team. Yeah, Hunter Nofsinger is another guy I think we'll remember always, especially after that third region title game he had. And then this week, the pictures of we got we got of him training, doing some rocky stuff. Look, look like a look like a Bigfoot sighting. Kids out there running through fourteen inches of snow. I wish we had the video editing uh, capacity to put together a Hunter Nofsinger Rocky Four clip right now. I really I really want to see him out there running through the snow with a tree log on his back and, and you know, doing the. Doing the pull-ups in the barn and punching whatnot. some sides of beef. <laughs> yeah, but we we do, we have something a little better. We have uh we have his dad John Knopf Singer 
just talking about Hunter's career at Muhlenberg County. He's got some really nice things to say. Go ahead and check that out right now. Uh, one of my best and most memorable moments with the uh, Muhlenberg County Mustangs boys, uh, seniors, uh, is not only a basketball moment, but it's a it's a personal moment because a lot of times when the snow days and stuff come around like they did here in the last week, whole ball team ends up at our house <clears throat> and we have some really good meals together, a lot of conversations and boys picking at each other and talking about the future and, and talking about the past and just remembering some things from when the boys were young and, and some accomplishments they did and some funny funny things from sleigh riding to uh, four-wheeler riding to basketball games where somebody might have shot an air ball or, or uh, got a block shot or, or whatever it may be. But uh, those are the memories that are going to last forever. The wins and losses, uh, some of those you might remember more than others. But for the most part, uh, a year or two from now, we won't remember who beat who, and uh, and we won't remember uh, anything other than the friendships we made, and 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 the parents, and and uh, and their children, and and how they've grown up and become young men and young women, and and so forth. And that's what we'll remember the most uh, about Hunter over the years is meeting all the people that he met, uh, from the coaches to the to the ball players. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of players that he's played with over the years uh, are now playing in college. Uh, some of which are going to be playing in the pros. Uh, a couple of McDonald's All-Americans, uh, right down to just just your buddies that that maybe played all the way up through middle school and, and maybe didn't make the high school team, but still supported you and 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 looked up to you as a player and all of those kids. It's that's given our doors over the years. Uh, it's really been a blessing coaches coaching staff and the teachings and sometimes we agree and sometimes we disagree with with uh, some of the things they do during a ball game uh, but never never do we question uh, the teachings and and uh, the leadership qualities and just teaching our our boys to be young men and 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 so forth so that's what we we'll remember most about Hunter and Offsinger and the Muhlenberg County uh, seniors uh, Zeke Merritt and 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 remembering Zeke from back when he was uh, helping our team out as a manager to, to becoming the Zeke, big Zeke that he is today. Uh, Cortland Hampton, uh, me and Cortland's dad played against each other in high school. And just remembering, uh, you know, his dad and how proud he was that he'd had a boy and, and just thinking about how good his little boy was going to be. And, and Cortland's turned out to be just that. And uh, right down the line to all the people that we played with and against over the years. So that's my fondest memories of, of being a, a parent and a, and a supporter of the Milmore County Mustangs. I want to thank Papa Knopfsinger there for the awesome words. These guys are just knocking it out of the park. We just need to let the parents and the fans just run the show from now on. I always love having people on that take the uh, make brings legitimacy to it because you don't just hear us talking about it. we're just a couple of guys. I mean, that watch games. I mean, it's awesome we can have coaches and parents and stuff on to talk about talk about it just kind of brings legitimacy to it. I'd just rather sit back and listen to them than listen to me ramble on. But uh, let's get to the uh, second team if we got it ready. The second team, your center is going to be Mr. Caleb Coombs, followed by the power forward, Stuart Curry. Ben Miller is going to be your small forward. Darian Morrow, the assassin, is going to be your shooting guard. Mr. Jonathan Calloway from Ohio County is going to be your point guard. And your sixth man, averaging 23 points per game, guy we don't get to talk nearly enough about and we don't, we haven't got to see it all, is going to be Zach Burden from Butler. Yeah, Zach Burden only leads the region in scoring. I had no idea. 
Uh, that's that's a shame on my part. I haven't got to see Butler at all. They've kind of had a, a down year for Butler County standards. And then I, I go and I'm kind of putting some things together for our uh, district previews. And I notice he's averaging 23 points per game. Uh, so hats off to him. He's had a terrific season down there at Butler County. Uh, go through the list, and a name that stands out to me right off the bat is Darian Morrow. Uh, just had an amazing senior year, Darian Morrow, for OHS. I mean, we talk about Miller and Holm, and this guy is the perfect complement to their game. He has been among the state leaders in three-point percentage, state leaders in free-throw percentage, and he's a cold-blooded killer, I can tell you from experience. Uh, hashtag Apollo killer is Darian Morrow because I've seen him bury Apollo on some some long-range shots over the years. Next player I'd talk about would be Callaway from Ohio County. We talked about Nick Smith and how you got to give him props for sticking around whenever uh, his team was less talented than teams he could go play for in other places. Same way with Callaway, man. Ohio County's had a down season with some kids leaving the program and things like that, but he's, he showed up every game and gave it 100%, and I think he could play for just about any team he wanted to, and he stuck it out with Ohio County. So you always got to get props to those guys. Yeah, uh, I'll go up next. I'll go Ben Miller next. Uh, I made the trip over to Brett County Gym to watch Apollo and Brett County play, and the, right off the bat, uh, they stuck out to me as a big team. They did not They did not look the part of like a small, you know, uh, out of ninth district team like you know you're, you're used to seeing uh they look really you know competitive just pass the eye test and they go out and they, they get it done on the floor as well and uh, ben miller is among the region leaders as far as scoring goes he's averaging like 17 a game and uh we'll see how he goes i'm telling you breckenridge county is a team to watch down the stretch led by ben miller uh great senior year from him Stuart Curry would be the next guy, D.C. sniper. The thing I remember most of him is when we went to the game against Bowling Green at the Sports Center. We seen this kid coming off screens and knocking down fadeaway jump shots from 17 feet away. And the kid's six seven. He can get the shot off against anybody. We're like, this this kid makes D.C. legit contender this year. Absolutely. And uh, last but not least, certainly, I said we'd talk about him at some point. We got to talk about him a little bit. My guy Caleb Coombs, a uh, guy that I've watched uh, just come along since his. Uh, freshman year, I remember uh, Voice of Apollo, Josh Mackey, telling me, you know, this kid's going to be something. Uh, I watched him in JV, and I said, man, that kid can't he can't chew bubble gum and dribble a basketball at the same time. He's never going to mount anything. And I tell you what, he has turned into – there's a list of guys that I've got at Apollo. It's not a scoring list or anything, but it's, it's right here in my, in my memory banks of guys that I'll never forget that have come through the Apollo program that I've had the pleasure of watching, the guys that just leave it all on the floor. Uh, just love watching them play basketball. And Caleb Coombs has definitely joined that list of, of, of players. And he's a, he's a cat that's come through I'll never forget because what you get when you got Caleb Coombs is it doesn't matter if you're playing uh, Evansville School of the Blind or if you're playing OHS in the biggest game uh, in the city – uh, that season, Caleb Coombs is going to bring his hard hat and his lunch pail every time out, 110%, getting on the floor for loose balls, out battling guys that are bigger than him. I can't even begin to tell you how many times I've watched him play, and there, he's going against a guy that's 6'9 or 6'8, and he's in there and he's out rebounding that guy just for work ethic alone. And uh, he's a great kid off the floor. I've got to know him and his parents really well, and uh, it's just been a flat out pleasure to cover him, and I'll miss him when he's gone. Yeah, he's been one of my favorite players to watch, the effort that this kid gives. And speaking of that, the two plays of the last game we went to, 
uh, Hancock County game at Apollo, there's one play where he jumps to <laughs> save a ball, and it sounds like a bomb went off. He throws it so hard off the uh, off the hardwood there. And then another play, there's a loose ball, and and uh, there's a loose ball on the floor, and a Hancock County player jumps for it, and Caleb jumps for it, and the whistle blows, so it's a dead ball. Caleb's still fighting for that ball 15 seconds after the whistle because that's his <laughs> ball, and he's going home with it. Yeah, I was going to get Greg, uh, his dad, on to give some comments. He's very busy this weekend at a volleyball tournament with the weather as crazy as it is. I didn't, I didn't want to bother him with that, but I, I definitely have a lot of nice things to say about him because he's, like I say, he's probably he's on the top ten favorite players I've ever watched play at Apollo. I've told us numbers and, and all that out the window, just effort alone. I mean, big thumbs up for me, but – uh, we'll move it on now. I, we'll get to the. We'll flip it over, and we'll go to the girls' side of things. Uh, we've got a lot of girls to talk about. How about an all-girls senior team? That's going to start off with the center Morgan Turner from Meade County, Janaea Hall from Apollo, Sydney Sawweister from Davis County, Maddie Stewart from Grayson County, and Addie Lynch running the point from Meade County. Pretty solid squad. I mean. Uh, you know, we'll start with the name you mentioned last, Addie Lynch. Uh, last year, I got to call the girls' regional tournament. Never saw it. Never saw a girls' game all season. To be honest with you, I didn't know anything about the Lady Waves uh, at all, and I got to know a lot of them just calling their games. And Addie Lynch is just a leader of that basketball team. Uh, just does what a point guard does. When you look at Addie Lynch, she embodies what a point guard is, and a phenomenal, phenomenal player as a senior. I'll go ahead and talk about Janaea Hall. The The thing I've noticed most about Apollo this year is that a lot of leaders left uh, the program from last year. you got your point guard, Sarah Smith, and uh, also Sydney, who was, uh, ended up going to Cincinnati, I believe. So, I mean, you lost some you lost some great players there. And there's one thing that Janaea hasn't done is ever, ever uh, lowered her head or stopped trying less because of the teammates that she had whenever they were struggling. They had some injury problems, and Apollo was getting beat by teams they shouldn't be. There was 100% effort, just like we were saying with Caleb Coons. Same thing with Janaea Hall. Always got a smile on her face, Janaea Hall. Uh, she's uh, uh, really you know, brought a lot of life. Uh, every time I see her out anywhere, I mean, I could be out at B-dubs or anywhere, she's always uh, yelling across the restaurant or coming over to say hi. She's just a phenomenal, phenomenal person as well as a great player. She's going to have a great career at Austin P, and I can't wait to watch her grow there as well because it's been a fun time. I remember uh, one thing I remember about Janelle Hall is when she's a freshman uh, sitting up in the stands with Mackie, another story about Mackie. He says, that, well, that time that girl's a senior, she's going to be a Miss Basketball candidate. And here, sure enough, Mikey scattered that out very well because she somebody, is a Miss Basketball candidate. Somebody needs to sign Mikey up as a scout. Looks like he's got an eye for <laughs> Mikey, talent. We just need to get Mikey on the program more often. I mean, as far as Apollo uh, goes, he he's called it out very, very well. But uh, another player that I'll miss greatly at Apollo is Janaea Hall, for sure, for sure. Uh, moving on now, who else we got on the list? I got Sydney Saulweiser from Davis County. Cold-blooded killer, she is. Uh, uh, the consummate – we say Davis County is more of a team – uh, all together, uh, they have a lot of girls that can beat you on any given night, but she's definitely the leader of that team. She's had a phenomenal senior year, and she's looking to take it into the district tournament. And, of course, Morgan Turner from Meade, Miss uh, 2000, 1000. Uh, we, we've said it numerous times on this program. She should be a McDonald's All-American. I don't know how she isn't, but she is a, a nominee for uh, Kentucky's Miss Basketball. Yeah, and then last but not least, I guess Maddie Stewart. Uh, I got this, Another thing, I got to see her for the first time calling her game last year versus Meade. Stood out to me as a player that just, I mean, I don't want to, I never know how to compliment girls basketball players without sounding 
uh, like I'm, I'm giving them backhanded compliments, but she's a girl that I can look at right off the bat and say she could play with the boys. I mean, that, that's just that's how good she is. I mean, and I mean that in the best way possible. She she could literally go out there and compete against the boys. She's that good. And uh, we we got some comments from uh, Dana Stewart, uh, the mom of Maddie Stewart. One story I always like to tell about my daughter Maddie Stewart is the year that she tried out for the middle school basketball team and didn't make it. She had always excelled at every sport she'd ever played, so being cut only made her more determined to be ready for the next year's tryouts. We bought a basketball goal and set it up at the end of our little driveway where she practiced and taught herself the basics. She watched the moves of the NBA players on TV and practiced until she got it right. From that point on, we knew she was special. She began her varsity career at the end of her eighth grade year, became a starter her freshman year, played on Kentucky Premier NCAA exposure team, and has since been awarded the district MVP so far every year since her sophomore year. She's made all district and all region teams, became a member of the 1,000-point club the beginning of her junior year, and has set her goal to reach the 2,000-point club before the end of her high school career. In my eyes, Maddie is an exceptional kid on and off the court. I know one day with her faith in God and her determination, she'll go on to do great things. That's an awesome story right there. It reminded me of the Michael Jordan getting cut in high school story, yeah. and, and he got cut and then so, ended up becoming the greatest player in history. Let me get this straight. She gets cut from a middle school team, but she starts for varsity in eighth grade. So that means like literally within a, a year or two, uh, she goes from being cut to starting on a varsity team. That's doing works, what that's called. So that's pretty solid. Uh, that's, that's, that's very solid, and I can speak – She's a phenomenal talent. We will see more of her down the stretch as the regional tournament uh, rolls along. But uh, we'll go ahead and get a word now. We got Blake Hawley coming back. He was so good the first time. We had to get him back. He's going to talk about uh, Megan Houch in a little bit, Cloverport's lone senior. On the girls' side for Cloverport, there was only one senior on the team, and that was Megan Houchin. The Lady Aces struggled with injuries this year and relied on some inexperienced players throughout the season. Megan's leadership on the team will definitely be missed. So nice, you got to do it twice there. Once again, thanks to Mr. Uh, Holly for the awesome, awesome info from the Cloverport Aces. We All the way from it. Tennessee. All the way from Tennessee. We pulled him in from uh, out of state. How about that? Uh, we're moving on now. We're getting close to the end of the program. We got to go over the girls. Uh, we we did kind of did the same thing with the girls we did with the boys. MVP of the season, most valuable player to their team. That'll be Janaya Hall, and if you listen to the Ed Carter conversation as why he got MVP, see this conversation as well. Uh, some injuries went down from Apollo. She had to carry her team, and if Apollo loses Janaya Hall, I don't know if they win a game this season. <laughs> no, it's very true. She And uh, Coach Johnson be the first to tell you she's a consummate team player. She doesn't care about how many points she's got, and you can see that by watching her play. She's so – and sometimes she's just like – Janaya, just take it. You know, you can dominate this, and she's always distributing the ball. Uh, we, we talked about her at length a minute ago, but I will miss her, and it's going to be a pleasure to watch her in the district on the biggest stage. Uh, but we'll move it on to Player of the Year. Player of the Year, Miss Morgan Turner from the Meade County Lady Wave. Yeah, and, you know, we got we could sit here and tell stories about Morgan Turner for, for a while. Like, like I said, we didn't see the Lady Waves at all. We didn't know anything about her. I knew they had a girl named Morgan Turner on their team that was very good, my daughter's name. Because you have a daughter named that. Morgan Turner. And I always tell her, you know, that hey, it's a really good girl in the it's third It's a role region. model right there. Thing. That's right, absolutely. And, and, unless she's breaking trophies and whatnot. <laughs> Just, but, uh, no, I mean, she's a phenomenal talent. I mean, she stood out immediately uh, calling her games last year and uh, 
just just phenomenal player, and she, we've got to know her very well down at. Uh, we went to Mee County for the baseball tournament. She's down there and did an interview with with Clark, and uh, just a good friend of the program. Our parents are good friends of the program. Just the kind of the kind of player and, and family that you really enjoy covering doing a show like this, and uh, she's one of the reasons why we do it. You know, players like her and, and parents like her are the reason why we love doing it. Speaking of friends of the program, we got a great friend that's a former. Mead County Ladyways coach, Mr. Josh Hurt. He does everything. He coaches, gets them to the Sweet 16. He does the DJ, DJ job yeah. at the baseball tournament. See him in Avett Brothers concerts up in Louisville out of the blue. Kind of crazy. And now he knocks it out of the park with a message for uh, Miss Morgan Turner, Addie Lynch, and Kelsey Sutton. Let's hear it right now. Hey, just a thank you to the homers here real quick for giving me the opportunity to talk a little bit about three of my favorite people. Uh, obviously, Morgan Turner and Kelsey Sutton and Addie Lynch have left a legacy of, of winning, but also winning the right way, done a lot of great things for the Meade County Lady Wave program, and heading into their final district tournament and postseason play, and hopefully the region and beyond. Certainly wish them the best of luck. And obviously the career that Morgan's put together has been a special career, D1 signee, Miss Basketball finalist, all those things, leading scorer in school history, leading rebounder in school history. Uh, and so certainly congratulations to her for all that good work. Addie Lynch, a consummate uh, point guard, has been tremendous, started since the freshman year, and has done some great things as well, and really enjoyed watching her make plays and big shots. Kelsey Sutton, a tremendous defender, uh, outstanding three-point shooter, and a kid who's made some really big shots uh, in her career as well that certainly helped us win district titles uh, as well as uh, win the regional title last year and get to the Sweet 16. So, Certainly a group that has uh, fulfilled, I think, its wildest dreams, that has worked hard uh, to be as good as they could be and to help the program have the success that it's had. And so certainly wishing them the best and very grateful to have had the opportunity to coach them for the years that I did. I want to thank Coach Hurt. He's been an awesome friend of the program the entire time we've been running this show and everybody down in Meade County. It's one of the reasons that uh, we say we have so much uh, love for Morgan Turner is because she's the one that actually got everything rolling with Meade County for. She was actually tagging people in the pictures and we didn't know their names and things like that. Mm -hmm. And Meade County's ended up being our best friends on the program. So, I mean, nothing but, nothing but love for the green wave from the homers. Not at all. I miss Coach Hurt, man. I do. Uh, nothing against – uh, the new coach there at Mead, but it's just, you know, you form a relationship with people, and in a short period of time, Coach Hurt became a very good friend. It's awesome to have him back and hear uh, just glowing words, and nobody, we can't say it like Coach Hurt could say it. I mean, he's been around those girls since, uh, you know, middle school ball, so uh, thanks for coming on the program, and that that's about all we got as far as awards and, 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 and just talking about the players. I know it's sad almost really to talk about the players and think that they're going to be gone. The good news is we still got some basketball left, so we're, we're not all done with these with these players just yet. And uh, What do you got to say? Before we get out of here, we're going to do things a little differently this week. First, I want to thank uh, Coach Roberts, Mr. Nofsinger, uh, Mr. Holly from Cloverport slash Tennessee, Dana Stewart, and Coach Hurt from checking in with us. Some awesome, awesome sound clips for our seniors here. On our mind, you can go to DisplacedDieHards.com for exclusive shows, polls, picks, and more. Follow at The Homers on Twitter and Instagram. Find us on Facebook, The Homers Show. You can listen to this week or any past show at DisplacedDieHards.com. You can also listen to the show on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. And check out LiveSportcaster.com for The Homers Show, game streams, and much more. And right now, we're going to finish it out. 
we're going to name every senior we could find going in. I mean, that we could find, correct. So, uh, where'd you get this from? Just so I we got it from KHS, KHSAA website. I went through and we got them all. Uh, if we miss anybody, we deeply apologize. If I mispronounce any names, I deeply apologize, but I'll run through this list as quickly and cleanly as possible. But everybody puts in so much work, we wanted to get as many names That's mentioned right. as Just we could. So, we're going to go ahead and this will be the uh, end of the program. We're going to we're going to run it out with the Macho Man. And the seniors from 2014-15. From the Meade County Boys, Micah Kaiser, Will King, John Miller, Gary Stegner, Darian Williams, John Wilson, and Trevor Yates. From Trinity, we've got Jacob Hook. From OHS, Justin Miller, Eric Holman, Darian Morrow, Arius Phillips, Dylan Sanford, Sean Pendleton, and Gabe Billman. From Catholic, Ed Carter, Bailey Maloney. From Davis County, Stuart Curry, Marshall Griffin, Zach Burton, Michael Gilmer, Tyler Hagen, Corey Merritt, Jonathan Speed, and Nick Starham. From Apollo, Caleb Coons, Nick Wells, Jason Taylor, Nate Hopewell, J.C. Gilbreth, Spencer O'Brien. From Brett, we got Ben Miller, Damian Duncan, Aaron Rossoff. From Grayson, we got our friend Talon O'Gary, Alex Shellhart, and Lane Reckley. From Hancock, we've got Caleb Bivens and Michael Donovan. From McLean, we've got Josh Kirk and Justin Adkins. From Butler, we've got Zach Burden, Caleb DeWeese, Evan Hollowell, Jake Martin. From Ohio, we've got Jonathan Calloway, Nate Morris, and Austin Seegers. From Muhlenberg, we've got Hunter Knopfsinger, Zeke Merritt, Cortland Hampton. From Cloverport, Nick Smith, Brandon Atwood, Philip Brown, Logan Fuquay, Aaron Gamble, Christopher McCoy, and Jared Neesmith. We'll flip it over to the girls now and start things off with the Grayson County Cougars. Sloan Embry, Maddie Stewart, Jessica Johnson, and Montana Woosley. From Davis County, Sydney Sawweister, Taylor Trantham. From Meade, Addie Lynch, Kelsey Sutton, and Morgan Turner. From Muhlenberg, Reba Morris, Olivia Johnson. From McLean, Hannah Render, Brenda Brackett, Maddie Crumbaker, Jonna Humphrey, Brooke Casinger, and Amber Thomas. From Apollo, Janaea Hall, Alexis Moss, Alexis Hodges. From OHS, Cache Greer, Tasha Alley, Tasha Golden, Aja James, Ayana Lindsay. And from Cloverport, Megan Houchin. From Breckenridge, Jonna Howdy Shell. Aaron O'Reilly, Emma Payne, and Kara Robertson. From Ohio, Taylor Bennett, Carolyn Nance, Tate Parker. From Trinity, Hannah Arms, Charlotte Morris, Dallas Tomlinson. And last but not least, from Butler County, Shauna West. That's all the seniors in the third region, boys and girls. Thank you for everything you do. Have a great weekend.